0: John are you in the sunroom? No, I just adjust the color balance on my uh webcam just because with the with all the with the blues in there it just looks all fucking depressing. Is that beer John? Of course it is. John was the Vegas shooter confirmed. Oh, I'm a, I'm the Vegas shooter now. I, I'm the Vegas shooter and the Aurora shooter. Is there a shooting I didn't do? Is the real question here. Please put an end to the fucking metronome clicking. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think I have anything clicking. It might just be me clicking my beer can. John, why do you look so sad? Do I look sad? I don't feel particularly sad right now. I mean, life ha- hasn't exactly been a picnic, but I wouldn't say I'm sad right now. John did the 1812 Baptist shooting confirmed <laughs> Going back in time now I did shootings that I wasn't even alive for That's how fucking horrifying I am He's so bad He did sh- he was a part of shootings he wasn't even he didn't even exist for john is hitler john caused the holocaust john sacked constantinople <laughs> john did fire of london 1666 john is sam hyde confirmed the devil himself the perpetrator of the lincoln assassination john was jack the ripper john did john did the boston massacre john did nine eleven. he did world war 3 The one putting the estrogen in the soy to make the friggin' men's soy boys. (laughs) The Black Plague. Everything. Anything bad, pretty much. It's it's quicker to start labeling things I didn't do. Terrible things I didn't do. John executed order 66 and 69. Execute order 66. 66 oh shit ain't that a bitch John let the dogs out (laughs) John failed my finals John did my F in my test I did your F in your test sucking the tip like always this fucking cuck basically killed everyone and you're still a faggot Find this secret ingredient that this cuck found to escape all crime. John killed Captain Alex. Dude, I watched that movie. Who killed Captain Alex? That shit is fucking hilarious. That's that's, that's something I wanted to talk about. See, I like this. When I can just read the comments... And I can come to, I can reach like my pre-written ideas I want to talk about like naturally, you know. People just bring it up. I can usually count on that happening. Do you guys ever see Who Killed Captain Alex? The whole thing's on YouTube. It's a Ugandan action movie. It is so fucking funny. I've actually been wanting to do. Uh, I wanted. I'm gonna do film commentary tracks. I think I'm going to throw them up on Patreon. I'm going to do uh not not just good movies, but uh like bad movies and so bad they're good movies and shit. So like I I figure I would go back and forth, you know. Like do do a comment uh commentary track on a fucking good movie and then like a uh, so bad It's a good movie. Like, uh, a lot of. I've been watching a lot of Steven Seagal movies. Like, uh, I've seen about a dozen Steven Seagal movies. Like, most of them. Most of the ones that exist, I've seen. And the only ones I haven't seen are the ones that are like. They're bad, but they're like boring bad. And it's like they, they just. They drag. They're a drag to watch. Whereas most of Steven Seagal's movies are so. They're bad in a way that is endlessly entertaining. Like you're you're on the edge of your seat watching and laughing, despite how bad it is. You know, I think a lot of that that always uh, frequently comes down to the intent of the director or the stars involved. You know, it's like you you get a so bad it's good movie when you have a director doing the movie who's trying to do a He's trying to make a good movie, but is just mis has misjudged the whole thing, you know, and came out with something completely different than what he intended. But like, if if you're if you're like the asylum, you know that production company that makes all those dogshit movies like Sharknado and shit, like th- those people are deliberately trying to make a bad movie, and. You gotta be careful with that, because that can really easily come across as not funny. Some of the Sharknado movies are an exception. I watched I watched Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. <laughs> like, you'd think, like, like I consider myself a film buff, and you would think, like, I'd spend more time watching movies that are actually good, but I've watched a lot of dog shit movies, because so I, I enjoy the shit out of them. Sharknado Five was actually pretty funny, even though it's a rare exception because that's the kind of movie that is deliberately made to look bad. The real so bad they're good movies are the ones where they they intend to make a good movie and it just comes out all wrong because their idea of what a good movie should be is skewed in their in their mind. You know, that's that's like Tommy Wiseau with the room. That's a very good example of that. Tommy Wiseau thought he was making the greatest movie ever, and it was just a disaster. But people liked it anyway, because it had that magical quality that that comes from so bad they're good movies, you know. The room sex scenes are just uncomfortable, yeah, dude. And there's like, it, even if it, it would be uncomfortable, even if there was just one, but there's like four sex scenes in that movie, and they're all like five minutes long. It's so weird. And you're thinking like, oh god, they're just like including sex scenes because the star wants to hook up with women and like make out with them. You know, because that's the only way they can do it. It's like, it's for the camera. It's for film. This is, this is an artistic endeavor. So make out with me for 20 minutes. A movie that's so bad that it's good is Black Dynamite. <laughs> well, you know what? Black Dynamite, I think, is very self-aware black dynamite is a funny movie it's it's pretty good but that's that's a movie that's aware of what it's doing a movie like the room is not aware of what it's doing it's a different type of bad movie i like the, there are movies that are bad that are made deliberately bad but those are risky like there's there's a much higher chance that those will be not funny to watch as opposed to actually being funny i find because i f- I find the 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 ignorance or the the lack of emotional intelligence or the fact that, that a project was so misjudged from the get go from the get go like that's the kind of thing I find hilarious if you're just delib- deliberately making a movie that's a piece of shit, it's like yeah, it can be funny if it's well written enough, but it loses that magical quality because you know that they're just like they're too self-aware you know you guys ever heard of Neil Breen Neil Breen's movies like Double Down and like uh, he's this fucking guy who like he's like got a shitload of money and he just makes these like vanity projects he's a bit like Steven Seagal but but he stars in everything and directs everything and he's like He's got this weird thing with like like every one of his movies is is about him being this like prophetic god-like entity that's just like above floating above the human species and like and every movie is about him exposing government corruption and secrets government secrets and like sleazy politicians but He never goes into specifics as to what exactly he's exposing. It's just the government secrets. (laughs) Like, whatever that is. Because, you know, they're just inherently up to no good because they're bankers and politicians and stuff. Which is largely true. I mean, a lot of them are fucking crooks and criminals and shit. But he never gets specific. And the end of all his movies are like... They all end with like... A bunch of like politicians and bankers in front of a green screen, all killing themselves one by one. It's re- it's fucking hilarious. I mean, it's some of it's a lot. Of, some of his movies are like laugh out loud funny all the way through. Some of them are are a drag though. Like Double Down. I think that was the one with him in the desert. Where's the really funny beginning and end, but like the middle just drags like fuck. We must protect Steven Seagal's ponytail. Oh yeah, do you guys hear about all his sexual alle- allegations that came out? Steven Seagal asking women to audition for his movies and then, like, he'll do some creepy shit. Like, you know, tell them to get naked for... It's, it's for the role. It's for the art of the film, you know. I need to see your breasts. And, like unzipping his pants when he's got, like, a woman there auditioning for a role. Just this wildly inappropriate shit. That didn't surprise me. I was like, yeah, Steven Seagal probably did that shit. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. John, did you hear about the James Franco allegations? Yeah, I know a lot about the allegations thing. It's really been bugging me, to be honest. I mean, I feel very conflicted on it. It's not just James Franco, it's Aziz Ansari more recently. James Franco. Those are the two that are, like, in the crosshairs right now, I think. And, like, it pisses me off how these late-night shows, you know, whether it's Kimmel or Colbert or whatever, they've all, they've, it's like they've become these, like, social justice executioners, you know? Where their show, their stage, is like an execution stage. And like, every guy that they have on the show is like on trial. You know? Because like, everybody's getting hit with all these fucking allegations over Twitter. And apparently, you don't even need any evidence. You just need to have some batshit crazy woman on Twitter. Just say, launch some fucking tweet out of the ether. And then that's enough for like, the world to think something's not right with you. And then you go on, fucking Colbert, or whoever the fucking other late night show top ratings guys are, and and then they've got to inevitably bring it up, and it just like puts a just grinds the sh- the the comedy of the show to a halt. I mean, that's the jobs of these shows, you know, is to be fucking entertaining and funny. I don't want it to be this to feel like this grim trial, all where every guy is just like, well. You've got out sexual allegations now. Did you do these things? If they really happened, like... Like, fuck, they should be addressed. But, like... It feels like it doesn't take more than just some wild tweet out of nowhere. To, like... You know... To make the world hate you. Like, uh that fucking it, Aziz Ansari. Like I I don't really I don't particularly like Aziz Ansari that much. I don't I it's not that I don't like him. It's I don't know that much about him really. I I know his Master of None show is pretty good, but I've just never really found his stand up that funny. And I think that's just comes down to a taste thing. I'm sure there's a lot of people who do find him funny, you know? And I got really got nothing against the guy. But this story that came out about him, about how he's, like, like he went out with some girl, and, like, she was doing sexual acts on him, and he was doing sexual acts on her, and he was under the impression that everything was consensual, and she was, like, doing everything that he asked, and just wasn't really saying no or outright refusing anything, but then, like, after the date was over, she felt that, you know, she, like, texted the dude, and she's like, you know, I was really uncomfortable that you didn't read my nonverbal cues. She's like, well, I mean, you didn't say that you weren't on board with it, and, like, you raised no objections. Like, it raises the idea that, you know, men have to be able to read the minds of women and it's just stupid like isn't what feminism is all about is that women have their own agency to be able to say what they're okay with and not okay with like if that woman didn't want to be there she should have said she said she should have said no i'm not comfortable with this and just left you know and then if he restrains her from leaving then it becomes a different problem entirely but that wasn't the case Sounds like a bad date and then she got pissed off and she wanted to humiliate him and embarrass him or whatever. It's it's a shame. You know? Because I think the Me Too movement had some merit. But then, you know, when you have people like that who just, like, get too carried away with it, it, you know, makes the whole thing lose legitimacy. You know, I think that's what's happening right now. John's a rapist confirmed. How the fuck... Where do you guys? How do you guys end up formulating these things? I guess you guys are just constantly trying to figure out like what you can type into the chat that'll throw me off or run contrary to what the fuck I'm saying. You just want to fuck with me, don't you? You're just a bunch of trolls. That's what you are, John. Stop raping us. Whoops. John, does remastering Arby and the Chief season one sound like a good idea? Yeah, it sounds terrific. I've been thinking about remastering the first season and putting a lot of CGI dinosaurs in the foreground. And uh, X-Wings. And TIE Fighters. And replacing uh, the things in people's hands with walkie-talkies. And putting rocks in front of R2-D2. That would be a terrible idea. Are you fucking kidding me? The... The, what season one of the show is, is part of the charm of it. You know what I mean? Like the lackluster quality that it has. The fact that, it, that it's so resolution. The, the, the fact that it's so low resolution. The fact that, you know, it's not as well shot as, say, my later stuff when I actually knew what I was doing with the camera. It's not as well written as what, what I'm capable of doing now this is what I keep saying about Arby and the chief is that it's become more about the characters and the scenarios that they're placed in. It's 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 it's, the show has become more about like me and the pro my process and the fact that the show has evolved over time. It's really about my growth as like a filmmaker, you know, Because you really can't watch a show like Arby and the Chief without thinking about me behind the scenes, you know what I mean? Because you know the toys that you're seeing are just being fucking like bobbed around and shit. Anyway. No, I don't don't have any thoughts on... I don't want to remaster the old seasons. Although maybe it's a good idea since Machinima is pulling all the fucking videos down. Apparently the, the pilot episode, the episode Girls... And the episode Newcomers. I think one the pilot is in the first season, obviously. And then Girls and Newcomers are in the second season. And those three have been pulled. And I think it's because of music licensing. Because I know the pilot episode had a few Gears of War orchestral tracks. And the Girls episode had a track by Sheena Easton... <laughs> It completely unlicensed, because when I was making videos back then, I didn't give a fuck about copyright law. I was just like, hey, that song sounds good. <laughs> I'll just use that for my video. Like, that, that was the extent of my, like... Like, I just didn't care. I just wanted to make cool shit, and I, like... I was making videos, and I was like, oh, that song sounds so cool. It would sound so cool if I put it in this video, and I did, and... And for and nobody like it never got pulled for the longest time just because I guess nobody cared you know because I just wasn't that popular enough it's, you know it's it's when you get popular and you start making a lot of money at the expense of like violating copyright that's when they care you know but before then it's like whatever but if I were to like gain a lot of popularity and then start making a bunch of money off of like someone else's intellectual property, such as that Sheena Easton song, which I was inspired to use by Seinfeld. There's an episode of Seinfeld that uses that same track, that My Baby Takes the Morning Train song by Sheena Easton. But uh, I don't know why the Newcomers episode was pulled, because I can't remember exactly... I mean, the pilot and girls I know had unlicensed tracks. I don't know about newcomers, but if that if that had an unlicensed track in it too, then the music licensing theory would make sense. You know, I think Machinima, because they're the one hosting the videos, they might have gotten like a cease and desist thing because well, you you have this episode that has this song on it and this song on it, and that wasn't cleared, so you've got to pull these episodes. But then, maybe rather than pull them, they just made them private. I don't know what the fuck happened. But, you know, God forbid Machinima fucking let me know what the fuck is happening. They've just just totally fucking forgotten about me. But that doesn't stop them from collecting all the fucking red ad revenue that they still get from every one of my episodes for all seven seasons of my show and you know if i end up doing if you know people start considering that i'm or decide that i'm doing a good job with season 8 and that i start gaining popularity again like that's going to make people rewatch all the old episodes and then all that revenue goes to them so I'm still helping them I'm still earning them money even though I'm not working for them anymore despite how they treated me like shit despite how they ignored my fucking emails when I was trying to give them content chemotherapy I was trying to I sent them a test copy and I was like what do you think and they wouldn't get back to me and then they they have the nerve to monetize my fucking commentaries on my old shit which I didn't even monetize And they weren't even public. They were unlisted. Well, they're were they available to the public, but they're unlisted. So people can't find them in a YouTube search. So it only had like 100 views. But I've had my commentaries on like R.B. and the Chief the Movie, R.B. and the Chief Season 1. They're monetized by Machinima now. I didn't even monetize them to begin with. Now that's another thing they're collecting ad revenue on. On top of Seasons 1 to 7. Which are like sprinkled with ads all throughout with no attention paid to where the scene breaks are. They'll just throw an ad break wherever the fuck, even if it's in the middle of a crucial scene or right in the middle of a crucial line of dialogue. It's such fucking horseshit. And yeah, I'm pissed about it. Machinima barely got views until you, dude. Oh, don't worry, I know. Because I I remember being there at the start when when that company was just growing. And it was just like, Four guys in a fucking office in a rented building in Los Angeles, and now it's like a staff of probably at least sixty people, or at least was it was when I was still working there. I mean, they probably downsized by now because they are, they're not as successful as they used to be, given the fact that they're on YouTube now, plaguing everyone's fucking newsfeed with the same content aggregation bullshit that a bunch of other faggots on facebook are doing like the dodo where they just you know hoover up any animal footage from wherever the fuck they can and then string a fucking narrative out of it where it's like this animal is sad but now he's happy and then they just slap two different youtube royalty free tracks onto it one feel good song one feel bad song put the feel bad song at the beginning put the feel good song at the end make the and put the ad break right at the the point of you know just before there's a uh, significant visual reveal in the video, or just before some emotional turning point where it's like, "Oh, things are all right after all. It's all fucking horseshit, John, your cuck rage is growing, dude, machinima makes me so fucking angry. Shoot up machinima Studios. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot up the studio. Because the, here's the tragedy of the whole thing. Machinima stopped caring about me. I mean, they don't care about me now. Because they're all new staff and new ownership that don't even know me. You know? Because people come and go from there all the time. I mean, I'm th- pretty sure all probably all the people that I knew worked there while I was working there. They probably don't work there anymore. It's probably all new staff, all new management, and they continue to collect the revenue off of of seven seasons of my content that I spent almost a decade making, but they don't even know me. And they won't even bother to send me an email about why my episodes have been pulled, because they don't give a fuck. You know? And the law is on their side, even though I'm the sole creator and, like, even though I wrote and edited and puppeteered and did every single fucking f- aspect of the thing, it's like no i was I signed a contract and I was paid a salary so the show is theirs, and they can do whatever the fuck they want with it and when an episode gets pulled, they don't even they don't they're not obligated to send me any kind of message saying, "Hey, here's what happened. we're working on it like i'm just I'm just supposed to go, okay, there's something I made that nobody can ever see again." You know, unless they torrent it or pirate it or whatever the fuck. You know? Well, John, you did sell your soul. Well, back when I was making videos, there wasn't a hell of a lot of options, you know? A lot of people forget this, but I'm kind of an old fag. You know? I I was on YouTube before, like I said, monetization was even a thing. If you wanted to earn money doing something creative on youtube you had to be part of a network because it it wasn't monetization wasn't the the opportunity for monetization wasn't given out on an individual basis at that point you had to be like a like a a a youtube partner like like you you had to have a deal with youtube that's what machinima had so you're like the jack kirby of this deal (laughs) I don't know how, I mean, so I guess Jack Kirby created a bunch of characters, but Marvel owns them all, and now Jack Kirby gets jack shit. Is that how that works? Yeah. I mean, it's like how, like, you know, if you get hired by Fox to work on a cartoon, and you work your ass off on X amount of seasons for that cartoon, and then you get laid off one day, it's like, Fox owns that show, so they can do whatever the fuck they want with it, and it's not your show, you know? You signed a contract, you agreed to let them have ownership of the show in exchange for a salary and it was good while it lasted and now it's over and you know, they can just keep collecting ad revenue without worrying about your fucking ass. Is it legal to re-upload with changes? Just some that aren't really meaningful. Let's say filler. A good lawyer maybe could help. What do you mean re-upload with changes? like for Machinima to do it or are you talking about me you gonna talk about the Polyfrost game today John yeah I can yeah that's it's uh, a big thing about what I want a oh, big topic hashtag, hashtag game dev as people like to say Fuck. you think you've experienced fury Try try coding a video game that shit's a fucking headache I want to talk about some other shit first though before I get into that cuz that's that's a whole thing. What do you guys want me to talk about? Anything in particular? Last Jedi? Yeah, I can talk about Last Jedi if you want to. But do I have to worry about spoilers cuz not everyone has seen it? Oh go. Oh god. God forbid I spoil it for anybody. I fucking read spoilers on the internet all the time. And I still go to the theater and watch the thing and I enjoy it. I don't fucking care. Cuz it's different to like read like even if it's the same plot i find that it's like it's different to read like a thing on reddit and then to actually sit there and watch the film and see it play out before your eyes in like in a cinematic way you know i i find that i can still read spoil or read spoilers on something and go and watch the thing and still enjoy it and just like i'm not even thinking about what i read you know but at the time sometime earlier I'll read it. I'll read spoilers just to satisfy my curiosity, because like I don't care, whatever. But I realize not everyone is the same as me, so maybe they don't, they don't want it spoiled. But is Star Wars even still in the, in a theatrical run? I mean, it might be pulled at this point. I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, if it's still a moneymaker, that's that's this, the deciding factor at the end of the day. If it still makes money, it's going to stay in the theaters. John, enough with your Tom Cuckery. It was dog shit. Spoil it to all the smart ones that didn't waste their money. I didn't think it was dog shit. I actually quite liked it. But uh, hold on, I gotta go to the washroom, sorry. It's the price you gotta pay if I'm going through beers the soft and just goes right through me. Be right back. John... What the fuck is a washroom? What the fuck is a washroom? What, do you not use the word washroom in America? Assuming that's where you are? Mm-hmm. Was what, what is it, bathroom over there? Toilet? John, what program do you use to edit your videos? I use Adobe Premiere. I've got Adobe's uh, Creative Cloud thing. All these things are on fucking subscription models now like I'm on the game maker I'm on for I'm developing a polyfrost video game right now and I'm using it using game maker studio and even that's on a subscription model so I'm on the trial right now I'm trying to like get the most out of the trial I can before I start this another subscription fee so I'm trying to like use the trial to like figure out the enemy AI and shit like that before I like do the subscription. I'm... Fucking hell is still lagging. Awesome. Did you wash your hands? Yes. I just know how to do it quickly. Give us writing tips. What kind of writing tips do you want? I mean, like, like outlining or like dialogue or like, uh, I don't know, fuck. Is Daniel Laszlo helping with the game? Uh, Not currently. I'm just seeing if I can do it myself for now, at least. I mean, I would definitely ask for his help if I were to make the jump to 3D. Just because he's he's much better with that. Like, uh, 3D character modeling and, like, skeleton rigging and animation and all that shit. He's good at that. But if I do something 2D with, like, pixel art, that's something I feel like I could do. So yeah, I'm, I'm just working on a little game that, that maybe I can put on Steam. Maybe just do like a simple like $5 release kind of thing on Steam. Get some extra revenue that way. But make like the best 2D top-down thing I can, you know? And I only want to do that if I can make AI that's, you know, at least kind of respectable and challenging you know and and I can I can make I can build a good story out of it that's uh, that's a big part of like Polly Frost is I want it to be like to have a narrative propulsion a story that kind of drives the action forward. John have you ever been out for a rip? what do you mean like blazing a J? is that what you mean or is that some other colloquialism I haven't heard of please make a music production assume you make a tutorial you mean make a tutorial but like I have a music tutorial available already I mean I mean if you're desperate to like see a music production tutorial I mean really you only need the one to like get the gist of how to to make a track in FL studio it's really not that complicated pitch it to EA yeah fuck that Change.org slash John makes season 3 of One Light. Get the fuck out of here. John talk about the petition to remove The Last Jedi from canon. Oh yeah, it's... I, I posted a whole thing already on Twitter about how that was bullshit. You know that fucking guy on change.org? That pisses me off. Like, somebody can get angry about a movie of all things. You know, I get angry about movies, fair enough. But like I don't I don't wish for movies to be erased from existence just because I don't like it. That's fucking dumb. You know? So just this idea, this sense of entitlement that goes along with these these fucking millennials who like who were born after the internet was a thing, you know, so they take it for granted and you know, they grow up and then they don't like something. So they decide that they can just go on a website like change.org and create a fucking petition and then just mold reality around them like they're fucking Neo at the end of the Matrix. You know what I mean? Where they can just bend reality to their will. I don't like this, so I'm gonna change it. It's fucking so self-centered. It's just like, yeah, because like Nobody else could possibly like this movie, right? Because your your taste is at the center of the universe. I liked the movie. And yeah, probably a lot of you guys probably hated it. And you're going to shit on me. Saying I'm such a cuck for liking The Last Jedi. Yeah, I liked it. Who gives a shit? It was a competently made movie by a good director. And... It was entertaining as fuck. I mean I didn't really have a lot of problems with it, to be honest, yeah, I know i'm a millenn- I'm a millennial, but you know what? I draw the 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 threshold line at the the introduction of the internet, you know, rather than just like an imaginary line drawn at the mark of at the start of a decade, just because you know it's a decade and we want to keep things neat. I th- I think the the true generational mark is as a, is when the internet became a thing. Because people bef- people born after the internet was a thing lose a tremendous amount of perspective. If you're born before the internet was a thing, you understand the fact that without the internet everything beyond your town or city or wherever you lived was just hearsay. You know? And if you wanted to hear about something across the world, or even in the next city over, you had to make a phone call and hear it from one person, you know? Unlike now, where you can just go on Google, or a live leak, and watch a video, like, fucked up videos from the farthest corners of the earth, like, on the opposite side of the planet, you know? It's this, like, uh, globalization of media, you know? Where anybody in any corner of the world can be heard, all of a sudden, you know, it's an easy thing to take for granted if you weren't if you were born after that was made available. You know what I mean? Even millennials hate millennials. Yeah, I guess I'm a millennial because I was born like what? I mean, how is it defined even? I mean, I'm called a millennial, but I was born in 1988. How the fuck does that work? Well, I guess I just have to go along with the definition because that's just the consensus. That's the status quo. That's what everybody's on board with. That's how everyone thinks about millennials. Like, it just seems dumb. It doesn't seem like the right word for it. I used to think millennials were born in the year 2000 or after. Just because, yeah. Another millennium went by, so... Which is a thousand years, right? So why the fuck would I be a millennial having been born in 1988? John, are you saying kill the globalists? (laughs) Yeah. We gotta kill the globalists! They're coming for your kids! They're gonna molest your children! I hate globalists, Ah. John's shit-talking the internet because the internet always calls him a cuck. You think I give a shit? Call me a cuck all you want. I don't give a fuck. Because I know that nearly everyone who calls me a cuck has no idea what the fuck it means. It's like autism. It's lost its definition. It doesn't fucking mean anything anymore. It's just a general insult that just means something that sucks. John, is water really making the frogs gay? <laughs> it turns the freaking frogs gay! John, will Halo 6 be good? I don't know. I haven't heard the latest on it. Are they, They're working on Halo 6, right? I assume. It's still 343 doing it, right? What's Bungie doing now? Like Destiny 3 or something? Uh. Uh. Why'd you decide to make Polyfrost into a game instead of, instead of a film? Which is more so your expert expertise. Are you interested in the interactive... Fucking hell, the, com- the comments go so fast. Are you interested in the interactive fiction medium... Or is a different reason? Well, I have a background in game design. I mean, I'm not... This isn't something I'm brand new to. I have actually quite a bit of experience in game design. I'm not... I mean... My programming skill is limited. But, like, I made games in Macromedia Flash. I knew how to program basic games in ActionScript. I've had JavaScript programming, training in school. I took a few classes. Um, And I really don't like coding, to be honest. I think it sucks. I think it's a headache. I don't like debugging. I hate the fact that if you get one single fucking character wrong in the whole code, then it crashes the whole fucking thing. It's the thing about programming. You You can't expect the the game maker engine to like fill in the gaps that you leave like i you know it's not like microsoft word where you have like a that helpful paper clip saying like i think you meant to do this like if, if you make a, a single typo in a game code that is so fucking unforgiving that'll it crash the whole fucking thing and the game won't even run until you find that little fucking parentheses or whatever the fuck that you forgot to put in it's so fucking strict, and that pisses me off getting the syntax exactly right, but but it's not that I'm not capable of doing it. I am capable of doing it and writing code and understanding it. Uh, this fucking lag makes me want to choke a bitch. What is the last game you play? well hold on, let's did I even answer that first question about polyfrost? Yeah, so I have experience in game design, and I figure making something, like, in pixel art and making, like, a top-down game is actually something that I can achieve relative to, like, say, getting a series greenlit by Netflix and getting a whole fucking show, like, animated. You know, if I if I want to make that possible, like, I have to have, like, a staff of animators and shit you know like at least within game dev it's possible for like just one person to like make a little game and put something out there and possibly fund a studio so then they can from, the, from then on they can actually hire people and afford to pay them a decent wage and actually make something something great you know so, I figure I would just, it would be a good idea to like take advantage of my history in game design and make something that I can, like a little story driven kind of campaign with solid gameplay and decent AI. And, you know, use that to fund something cooler, you know, where maybe I can hire a bunch of people to work on it. You want to choke a bitch? Are you anti woman, John? No, I'm not anti woman. Fuck, I was like... uh, This outrage culture pisses me off. That was another thing. Uh, Did you guys ever see that hit piece on PewDiePie? By the Wall Street Journal? Where they were labeling him as like a Nazi. And like... Taking his visual gags completely out of context. And like, you know... Using that to like provide the proof or something. You see, he is a Nazi. Old news, John. Yeah, I know it's old. But like, I haven't talked about it yet, and it does, it pisses me off. You know? How, I mean, PewDiePie's so fucking popular. But even he, as popular as he is, is not protected against some fucking bullshit mainstream media agency like the Wall Street Journal doing the kind of shit that they did to him, you know? To make people think twice about him. Like, oh, you're not watching that racist guy, are you? He's not racist. Get out of here. It's like, I, I, I hate that you, you... There's limitations on what you can say when you're angry while you're playing a video game. Like, uh, I was I was playing a, a SNES game recently. I was playing Chrono Trigger. You guys ever? You guys heard of that? You guys play Chrono Trigger? I'm assuming I haven't. I'm not talking to a bunch of teenagers here. Anyways playing Chrono Trigger and a friend of mine was sitting there next to me like watching me play. And I was I was saying all this heinous shit cuz like I was just angry cuz I was losing. And you know, the game is called Chrono Trigger, so imagine the words that rhyme with trigger and you can imagine what I was referring to the game as most of the time. Um that's as mu- that's as much as I'll say but i i was calling every all the enemies faggots as well and like i called one boss a gay asshole <laughs> and it, it's just like there's no rhyme or reason to what i was saying it wasn't a gay thing the boss isn't literally an ass i mean it's, it's a sprite that was developed by a developed i know better you know it's just like you you say stupid shit or, like, words that you know are taboo while you're playing a video game just because the very nature of a video game makes you angry if you lose, you know? You get an endorphin rush when you win something that's challenging, but if you lose, it infuriates you, right? And so you just say just bullshit, just whatever. It seems kind of funny. And usually what's taboo is, is funny, Right? And so, anyway, I just I hate the idea that like, like if I were to say that kind of shit while I was say live streaming me playing Chrono Trigger, that you know that could be construed as me actually being intolerant of gay people or like women or black people or whatever terms that I'm saying, right? It's just because the the context fucking matters, the context of the situation, because I'm playing a game that's pissing me off, you know. And like in in PewDiePie's case, he was like he he was doing all these Nazi jokes specifically because people were taking them out of context all the time. So he's just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just I'll full on put a Nazi uniform on and go in front of the camera and say all this ridiculous shit have like two like pay like a couple African kids wherever God knows where to hold up a hold up a sign that says death to all Jews. And just do all this ridiculous shit, and then watch the mainstream media pick it up, cherry pick it, and make it seem as if I really believe these things. And that's exactly what they did. And that was enough to like convince people that he was a racist. It's just like, what does he have to do? You know, he already prefaced all his like all those Nazi jokes with like, "I'm just gonna do this because I know the mainstream media is gonna take it out of context." But even with that preface. The the mainstream media will do just that. Exactly that. And it doesn't even fucking matter. Everyone will still think he's a racist. The BBC will still come out with a headline saying... "Uh, YouTube personality says racist slur. It's like... This is newsworthy? Really? Like, who cares? Fuck. It's only because he's an easy target, you know? He's an easy target on which to get a bunch of clicks and views and shit to keep attention, to to stay relevant to keep revenue coming in, to keep ads being generated it's all bullshit man I mean there was a quote about, I don't know who from, but like back in the 60s someone made a quote saying like the minute that entertainment or news has to compete with entertainment it's no longer news and that's exactly what news has become And it's just the whole thing is a fucking farce. And I hope the whole all of mainstream media fucking implodes. Because, you know, it it, it all sucks now. Like, if you really want the truth nowadays, you got to, like, load up a podcast. You know, like, podcasting is the way to go. Like Joe Rogan shit. Like, if I want to get the facts on something. If I I want to figure out who a guy is, what a guy is really all about, I want to watch him on a podcast where I can listen to him talk for like two hours uninterrupted, you know, as opposed to like a 30 second soundbite on Fox News or whatever other dumb fucking platform, you know, where you don't get a full picture of what the guy's all about and his, you know, footage of him can be cut and taken out of context and manipulated and it's all fucking bullshit. I hate media. I hate everything. Fu- everything. Fucking sucks. After class podcast equals real news. I heard. I heard Trump and Fox News did a thing where they had like a fake awards show or something like that for, or I guess a a real awards show, but it was like kind of in a mocking way, for like fake news. Like, the best fake news awards. It's just like, uh, that's the best you got, Trump, to like, counter all the terrible things people are saying about you. This is just holds like a fake awards show like the Raspberry Awards. That was fucking stupid. You should watch Joe Crowder on YouTube. Joe Crowder. His name's not Joe, isn't it? I know what you're talking about Louder with Crowder, right? I forget his first name. Stephen Crowder, isn't it? John, do you think CNN is fake news? I don't really, I don't fucking know. I don't really watch enough of CNN to know to to have an opinion one way or the other. I actually take comfort in the fact that there is nothing after death and life is meaningless. You too. Yeah, I talked about that before, actually. It's a similar kind of feeling that I use to get myself out of depressive states. You know? That thing about where it's like, you know, if I'm feeling anxious and insecure and depressed, it's just like, well, a lot of people feel like me right now, if not everybody. So if everybody feels that way, what's the point of feeling that way at all? You know? He did it as a joke. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Louder with Crowder is great, yeah, yeah. I like, uh, I like it when Steven Crowder does that uh, "such and such is true" change my mind thing, where he'll set up like a table on college campuses, which is the best place to do it, really. I mean, despite the amount of conflict that occurs, because you know you get all these extreme liberals coming up to them saying excuse me can you not do this here this isn't a this is an inappropriate venue when they're completely wrong it's in fact the perfect venue because you know a post-secondary facility is the perfect way to, it's the perfect place for to experience new ideas that challenge your way of thinking you know what i mean it's what learning is all about you know And I like all that shit. I like that Steven Crowder does that. I like his demeanor when he's talking to these people. He doesn't get nasty. He just says, this is what I think. Change my mind. I'm open to discussion. And it's often the people he's arguing with that start getting heated. And it's like, well, just hold your horses, you know, if 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 the facts are really on your side then you don't you don't need to get emotional to convince me here. You should just be able to use fa- the facts to convince me. But if you've got to start getting angry and start yelling at me about how your side of the argument is right, then I start to think that there's something not right about your side of the argument, you know what I mean? Like if you have to lean on that as a crutch, kind of seems like bullshit. And I just spilled beer all over my crotch. So there's that. I'm a mess. I'm a hot mess, everybody. John, I think people would like another music production because we want to see how you make more of your tracks. But I I go over all the basics in in one tutorial anyway. Which allows you to to build... Like, you can go anywhere from there. You know what I mean? You can... Because I go over, like, how to make a bass line, how to make, like, a percussion track, how to split everything into tracks and patterns. And from there, it's... I mean, I can only I can only convey so much knowledge. I mean, there there comes a point in music production where it's about feeling. And that's that's where it starts getting personal. You know what I mean? Like... Like the the, the actual co- composition of notes comes from what you're feeling or what the demands of the story are that you're going to be using the track on. You know what I mean? Like there's an emotion behind that that, that that I can't teach you. Like that has to come from you. You know? I can only show you the basic outline of like how to basically use the software and like I mean, I can show you an example of notes that I've composed, but I can't teach you how to compose notes. That's something that you need to, like... You need to, like, feel what the notes should be, and you need to be able to hear them in your head. Like, that's something you got to teach yourself. I can't teach you that shit. Yeah, I know I sound like a fucking douche right now. I can only show you the way, young grasshopper. I'm serious, though. Just try try and you know, exclude the douchiness from what I'm saying and just try to absorb the fact that I'm telling you, like, like there's only so much I can convey in these tutorials.